0: And yes, here we are again another day committed to being your
1: consumer advocate. It's all about helping you understand your buying decisions, current events here in Tampa Bay. And it's the Consumer Quarterback Show Powered. By the Platinum MVP team, I'm your host, Brandon Rimes. We want to help you win, of course, any real estate business, buying, selling, or investing. We would love to talk to you. Uh, we got a great lineup here for for you today. Let's go around the horn now make our introductions here. Uh, joining us uh, via Zoom, Dr. Paul Nanda, Chief Medical Officer, Tampa General Hospital Urgent Care. Welcome to the Consumer Quarterback Show, sir.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having us on.
1: All right. So, yeah, we're, today we're going to we're going to kind of update folks a little bit about uh, what's happening within the hospitals, how we might be able to help as volunteers or, uh, you know, folks looking to donate and get involved uh, here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Also, Leela Bloodworth, uh, licensed psychotherapist, going to be joining us as well. Leela, say Hello.
3: Hi, Brandon. Hello. Um, just a pleasure to be here and thanks for all you do. Um, always just putting information out there to help others,
1: Brandon. So thanks. Absolutely. My pleasure. And uh, Leela is a, a wealth of information around all things uh, when it comes to parent coordination, talking about divorce situations, uh, child focused, of course. Uh, we're going to talk about homeschooling now and how that might affect uh, the family dynamic as well. And some of the complications, of course, from the COVID-19 on families. Uh, we're going to discuss that as well. Respect. Fred Muth as well to call into the show, Uh, but let's go back to uh, Dr. Paul Nanda. Uh, What are you seeing out there? How are things going over at Tampa General Hospital, sir?
2: So, you know, it's an interesting situation with everything rapidly moving in in the field of medicine, talking about coronavirus and COVID-19, and the information we get changes so rapidly that we have to update our guidelines to keep uh, our patients and our staff uh, healthy. But overall volumes for us are, are down quite a bit as people are really heeding to the the warnings of staying at home and self-quarantining. And since people aren't out and they're not getting injured or sick as much, they're more focused on washing their hands and staying healthy. So um, it's this kind of weird uh, dichotomy of of we're kind of really busy with policies, procedures, and new information, but our patient volume is actually down a little bit.
1: Wow, yeah. So that's that's probably a much-needed rest uh, for some of the doctors, nurses, support staff that you're seeing over there.
2: Yeah, we expect it to to pick up and get busy. And then, you know, there's a lot of speculation as to what happens next, right? When we start to to open society a little bit more and reintegrate everybody and and what that second wave will look like and, and the what testing we'll have available and how we can safely return to work and return to, to doing all those events that, that we're totally missing right now.
1: What are some of the main misconceptions that you see? You have A lot of patients coming in wanting to get treated or tested for COVID-19. What are some of the top misnomers that you might hear?
2: Well, it's a tricky situation because there's patients that want to be tested but don't meet the screening criteria for testing right now. And uh, despite our increased volume of tests, we still don't have enough tests where we can test everybody, uh, especially those that are have, have no symptoms or are very mild symptoms. Um, in terms of misconceptions, a lot of people uh, are misunderstanding the, the reason you wear a mask. So right now, the recommendation is if you're out in the public space, um, especially in, in high-touch areas like grocery stores, to wear a mask. What we're doing is really protecting other people. If you're asymptomatic or have mild symptoms, the goal is actually for, for you to prevent spreading your respiratory droplets out in other places, and I think a lot of people once they wear a mask on, feel like it's about a, a bit of a Superman's cape and they're protected. Uh, and sometimes that that false sense of security can, can lead to more problems.
1: Yeah, because the masks are not as, as protective as most people would think, I believe, right? Correct. Yeah. And, you know, even going out to the grocery store and say, you know, they've got the one way down the aisle, one way coming back, the other. So it's trying to min- minimizing the distancing, uh, of course, is the uh, or maximizing the, the distance rather. And that's where you've seen some beaches even opening like Jacksonville. They said, yeah, we're going to open the beach, but it's only a certain amount of time and they're spreading people out. Um, so th- when, you, when you look at the COVID-19, it just seemed like it hit pretty fast, even though. Um, you know we we hear different stories of how soon it came out based on uh, different reports you're seeing different things there. Um, when it hit what was the what was it like at the peak at tampa general hospital what what was it like in there?
2: I, I think there's just a lot of really good coordination where uh, infectious disease experts and epidemiologists were looking at this this new uh, strain of virus that's three times more contagious than your traditional season seasonal flu and up to ten times more lethal so Uh, They were actually really on board early on and getting kind of a war room together of, you know, a mixture of logistics, IT folks, epidemiologists, ER physicians, urgent care docs. Uh, And it was really actually, you know, very interesting and cool to see how quickly they're able to put together a phase one and two and three, you know, emergency preparedness plan. So it's a well-coordinated effort, so it's not just doctors and nurses, but you know hundreds and thousands of people behind the scenes that are they're doing things from you know it logistics construction um, so it was really cool to, to see how quickly that came together
1: wow yeah, yeah there's a lot of coordination there as you mentioned it and, and the politicians coming together and everybody trying to you know do, do the best they can if you just joined us i'm your host Brandon rhymes uh, we're talking with dr paul nanda he's a chief medical officer with tampa general hospitals urgent care and Question for you. Another question that seems to come up for, you know, any advice for those that want to volunteer or help or donate people that, you know, are on the sidelines. They, they want to be involved, but they're not sure how,
2: you know, there's everything from uh, and we had started a, a cloth mask uh, kind of protocol here um, quite some time ago. And I know TGH hospital has also said that if there's people out there who want to sew or, or donate masks. That that's something they would accept. Uh, I know people here in local restaurants, and we always support our, our local businesses as well. Have, have brought food or delivered food to our centers, and we still have ten urgent care centers in Tampa, St. Pete that are still open every day from eight to eight. And the staff really appreciates uh, appreciates that as well. But um, you know, don't forget the common things like donating uh, meals, to Meals on Wheels, um, uh, and helping out all those those nonprofits and charity organizations that that people are really going to rely on further
1: this goes out. Right. Yeah. And there's some great, a lot of people doing some good work right now. The food banks, I know were uh, you know, being really hit hard with people that are just out of work. They filed unemployment. They're not sure where their next paycheck's going to come and, and where their next meal might come from. So I know a lot of Tampa Bay folks are joining together and really kind of jumping in and helping each other out. That's good to see. Now, I want to ask you a question about, uh, you know, there's been some talk about the World Health Organization and how, you know, there, there was uh, maybe some misinformation in the beginning. Uh, do you have any insights into that on, you know, the actual, the origination of, uh, you know, details on that? Have you, have you heard anything on that?
2: Yeah, not specifically as to how it originated. There, there's some theories that it really you know, um, started from um, a new virus strain from bats, and they're not 100% sure that's that's the case. Uh, what they are sure, they know that it's not a bioweapon. They know that this was a human manufactured thing because you can go back and, and sequence uh, the RNA, the, the particles that, that make up this virus. And usually there's some telltale signs that was something that was manufactured or man-made. So this is a, just a new strain of a naturally occurring virus that we as humans haven't been exposed to. So it's just taking longer for our immune systems to catch up and to mount an appropriate immune response to it. And it's in that time that virus has where it's really replicating and causing damage, not just to the lungs, but it can cause damage to your heart and liver. Uh, and it's a, it's a pretty tough one to overcome. So um, they know that it's also you know, mutating and spreading a little bit. So the, as it changes, we're, we're learning that people that were infected originally Uh, can then test negative and then again test positive and they're not sure if that's a reactivation of their initial uh, illness or is this a new strain or can they get reinfected? And, you know, it's all happened, like you said, so fast and so quickly um, that we don't have all those data points yet to see how how this progresses.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's scary. So the the, the fact that someone could be released um, test negative and then eventually test positive again from, a, a, a re uh you know wow that that, that does it, it opens up a lot of questions um as well if you just joined us uh, we're talking with dr paul nanda here he's the chief medical officer tampa general hospital on the consumer quarterback show i'm your host brandon rhymes and are hospitals working together i mean information coming from new york or boston uh, down to tampa I, I imagine there's some level of communication
2: yeah, there's a lot of uh, uh, communication and kind of coordination of care uh, from those hot spots as they address. And, and then what I've been really impressed with locally as well is uh, seeing uh, Tampa General Hospital work kind of hand-in-hand with uh, BayCare, Advent Health, and HCA uh, to have a kind of coordinated approach to, uh, to treating our communities. Because that's, that's what we do is we take care of our, our friends and our neighbors and the communities in which we live. And it's really nice to see that level of coordination locally as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's going to help everybody get through it, I think, faster. Uh, what's the best place if people have questions and they want to go direct to a source and, and try to get answers? Do you have uh, some type of digital uh, assets where you'd like people to check out?
2: I, I do. Um, so the CDC always has the most up to date information. Um, and then if you go to and you put it up there earlier, our Web page, our webpage has a local link to the CDC but well, there's also um, the TGH virtual care app. So you can uh, talk to a medical provider seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Um, and there's also a, if you go through the TGH virtual care, there's a little chat bot, which you can ask questions and on your symptoms it can direct you to the right place. So we have two of our 10 locations in the area that are dedicated COVID testing sites, uh, one in Carrollwood and one in Brandon. But then we have eight other centers, too, that that if you have questions or, you know, people still forget. There's other things that happen besides COVID right now. You can still get an ear infection. You can still get strep throat. Uh, you can still get pneumonia that's not COVID-related. So if you, if you need care, um, we're able to provide that care for you.
1: Is that FastTrackUrgentCare.com?
2: Yep. MassTrackerForZero.com. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, all right. Excellent. That's a great resource. Telemark- or the uh, Telemedicine, you know, seems like a great way. The app, that sounds pretty cool. Uh, I definitely want to check that out myself. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate all the great information. Uh, Dr. Paul Nanda, Chief Medical Officer, Tampa General Hospital Urgent Care. We appreciate you uh, spending some time with us here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk with Lila Bloodsworth as well as uh, Fred Muth here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Don't touch that dial. More great information. Plus, our feel-good story of the day, uh, Red regulars at a steak uh, steakhouse left their entire stimulus check as a tip to help employees we'll be right back this is work done and you're listening
4: to the real estate quarterback show hosted by my man brandon rhymes
0: to get in touch with brandon call 813-670-7372 that's 813-670-7372 online at consumerqb.com
1: Hey, Brandon Rhymes here, host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of Platinum MVP Realty, and a top listing agent in Tampa Bay. Featured in Florida Realtor Magazine, Top Agent Magazine, The Business Journal. We're looking for inventory. Attention, sellers. We need more inventory to sell. If you're a seller on the fence thinking about selling your property, we want to hear from you. Free comparable market analysis at 813-670-7372. 813-670-7372. Check out ConsumerQB.com
0: and we're back. Thanks for sticking
1: with us. I'm Brandon Rimes, your host here of the Consumer Quarterback Show. It's powered by the Platinum MVP team, Michaela Williams Realty. My wife, Lindsay, and I own and operate a top team. We're actually at the number one office for the entire uh, Mid-Florida Regional MLS for the Tri-County area, Pinellas, Hillsborough, Pasco. Uh, office did $630-plus million in volume. Last year, our team is also doing great numbers, over $20 million in volume. We'd love to talk to you. Buying, selling, or investing, uh, we would love to talk to you. We've got a couple of hot listings as well. Uh, we've got a property here on Lake Tarpon in Tarpon Springs, just hit the market. Beautiful waterfront property at 520 George Street South. This is a waterfront opportunity. Bring your boat, bring your jet skis, paddle boards, stand-up paddle boards, fishing, uh, right here available. And you've got a mother-in-law suite as well as a nice real estate property, two-story home. 520 George Street South, Tarpon Springs. Also, Bel Air Beauty here. We've got 422 Wildwood Way in Bel Air. This is a property that's two-story and the owner just recently renovated, put over $130,000 into recent renovations and investment into landscaping. Uh, So it's a beautiful uh, landscape property here at 422 Wildwood Way in Bel Air, surrounded by golfing, and, of course, the intercoastal waterways just minutes away from the beaches as well. Check out all of our listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com, platinummvpteam.kw.com. All right, so we are uh, going to speak with uh, Lila Bloodsworth here, licensed psychotherapist here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. So uh, we were just talking with Dr. Paul Nanda, Chief Medical Officer, Tampa General Hospital, and we were mentioning how – you know, the rise in stress, the rise in anxiety, it's definitely a time uh, where people are going to be needing uh, services like yours, Lila.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Well, first, I'd just like to say thank you to Dr. Banda um, and then all the first responders out there. Besides you know, being out there to help others, everyone has their own family, has their own issues to deal with. And most certainly, it's a very stressful time um, for many, many people. So as a psychotherapist, we definitely are busy. Um People in the mental health field are available. We do teletherapy. We also have the capacity for video um, sessions. So most of the mental health providers and my colleagues that I know are still open for business and working. We are um, considered essential businesses, but a lot of us are doing things from you know remotely to help everyone to feel as safe as possible while we're trying to get help
1: yeah so the challenges is there with with the mental you know the mental side the the anxieties uh, the homeschooling there's another additional stress added to parents and, and especially if you're self-employed you're working at home uh, you've got the kids at home and now you turn into a part-time teacher have, have you seen an uptick in that or do you have any advice in that space Leela
3: yeah, you know, absolutely. And, um, you know, one of the, the most common things I hear um, with the families that I'm working with, a lot of times the children will say, you know, well, my mom or my dad can't help me with this. You know, how important is it? Because they didn't need it. They didn't retain it. They don't know <laughs> it. So kids are, you know, trying to find a lot of ways to, to manipulate out of doing the things they need to do at home. But lots of parents are just doing their best, you know, to step up. And like you said, you know, they're at home. They're trying to work. They're trying to be a teacher. You know, everyone's just wearing lots of hats right now, um, especially in the co-parenting realm. I think it's just so important for uh, parents to really use this time to be united. If you were ever divided before, use this time to be the best example for your children um, that you can be to be united and to make sure that their educational needs are being met um, and that schedules are being kept, like having a routine, um, getting up, getting dressed, like the things you would do in your normal school day, your normal work day, you as parents can't get up and be in your pajamas and then tell your kids you got to get up and get dressed and, you know, your kids have to have a routine, but you don't. So being that example um, in your household, I know it's easy to want to stay home and be in jammies, you know, all that. But yeah. uh, we find that kids do a lot better for structure and routine that's kept
1: in place. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I, You know, I'm so thankful to have uh, recently purchased a Peloton. So, you know, it's wake up, get the morning call. I do a lot of prospecting in the mornings with uh, expired leads and things like that. But then it's get on the Peloton, get the sweat in, get, you know, get showered up, get ready for work, put the suit on or, or you know, get ready for work or whatever your work day is. So I, I like that idea of having structure. And I know you know you've dealt with a lot of uh, co-parenting situations, um, and you are a qualified uh, parent coordinator uh, in terms of working with the courts when it comes to divorce. So, how important is structure? You know, I think you just answered that, but you know, structure, uh, keeping the, the the kids in somewhat of a familiar environment. You know, those are all important uh, side notes, I believe.
3: Absolutely. And I, and I think that it's very important, um, you know, just because COVID-19 is out there, any other stressors come in life, people still are going to divorce. People are still going to have to um, participate in shared custody, figure out parenting plans. So as parent coordinators, we are still there and out there and working and supporting the courts um, and helping parents that are dealing with that. But, but most definitely um, being supportive of your child transitioning, being supportive of sharing your child during this time. As parents, we love our kids. We're protective. And we tend to want to covet them, uh, shelter them shield them and I know especially if parents are co-parenting with someone who's a first responder that can be just so uh, very anxietous it can be difficult but um, you need to re-evaluate your parenting plan what was working before might not be working now if you can't agree get with a parent coordinator perhaps to help you figure out best interest of your child right now uh, come up with maybe some temporary modifications during this time Um, But the, the last thing you want to do is just, you know, have things all over the place, whether it's when parents connect, when phone calls happen, if FaceTime happens, we still need to keep everyone structured, consistent, and predictable as much as possible and keep that sense of control and order in our lives, um, even though there's a lot of other things going on that go very out of control.
1: Right. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense the organization. It, it's, it's a key to business. It's a key to uh, raising a child. It's a key to you know managing those situations with the divorce. It's the more that you can be uh, organized and systematic. Uh, and, you know, there's a phrase in business that says simplicity sells, complexity repels. It's the same thing. It's, it's uh, you know, Tony Robbins, my favorite talks about uh, when you're putting together plans or organ- organizing around uh, different priorities, it's normally in the human mind. The way the human mind works is one, two, three, and then too many. Anything after three is like too and many. Classy. right? <laughs>
3: right?
1: <laughs> yeah. So we're talking, with, we're talking with Lila Bloodsworth. She's a licensed psychotherapist here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Her website is BloodsworthIntervention.com. Uh, Lila Bloodsworth here, a uh, long time friend of the Consumer Quarterback Show. But yeah, that really is true. The simplicity, the organization, uh, it, it's such a great way to to really help the children help themselves
3: right absolutely and if you have a parenting plan you know what's going on right now might you know you might not be able to accommodate the plan you had before so you can get a parent coordinator to get in there and just evaluate some of the options you know absolutely but also you know setting up support groups online so to speak for your children you know they're missing their friends you can zoom you can ask, you know, moms, other parents, hey, 4 o'clock on Monday when kids are done with school, how about we all get on a Zoom chat so kids can, you know, connect and have it in predictability, consistency, plan it, anticipate it. No, this is how I'm going to speak to Susie and Johnny, and we do this on Mondays at 4 o'clock with, you know, four or five other moms or, you know, that will let their children participate in something like that. Um, that really helps children, you know, to bridge that isolation gap and feeling like they're so alone and no one else is going through this because we know how important socialization is for kids, but you can have parents monitor that and and get some kind of um, support group or uh, connectivity for your children in a social sense, like that on the internet, um, it really brings a lot of comfort for kids. Rather than just all day long, you know, they're reaching out to this person, that person. There's just no rhyme or reason to how they're going to see this friend or that friend or connect. Yeah. Um, so it really um, helps them to focus on schoolwork when they need to, and then yeah. know how they're going to socialize.
1: Yeah. Now, now, Leela, have there been any studies, or uh, just just have you seen anything that's that's come out recently about just in general how you know the United States now? It's been you know what. But four or five weeks since we've been indoors uh, or at least at one home, uh, you're, you're able to go out to the publics, or, you know, get gasoline for your vehicle. If you have an essential business, you're able to get out real estate's deemed essential. So our real estate team is out. You know, we're showing properties, doing a lot more virtual tours, those types of things. But what kind of effect or have you seen any studies on the effect that this type of a you know semi quarantine uh, has have can have on uh, human beings and the human the human condition?
3: Right. Well, I mean, my answer to that would be I I don't have a specific study that I could um, you know cite for you right now, but we don't need studies to know what what Mm -hmm. happens to us when we are stuck in close proximities. Right. Um, And, you know, there's no doubt if we're having a hard time as adults doing it. Just, you know, imagine our children and um, with their uh, difficulty and maybe staying focused, their attention spans, um, you know, all their anxieties and things that they have going on as well. So you want to watch the media. You want to watch what your children are listening to while you're listening. Um, You want to watch how many hours a day you have. Um, the media on to be informed. Obviously, we need to be informed, but you want to be cognizant or very aware of the conversations you're having in your household, be it with family members. Your kids are there and we're all home. You know, most of us are home 24-7 together. So just being very aware of not increasing the anxiety, maybe um, without even intentionally doing that, um, not realizing in that close proximity um, how much information Is absorbed by your children, while maybe you're just having a private conversation, or you're talking with a co-parent, or whatever, um, and doing your best to to be able to get some air. You know, get outside, stretch your legs, walk around, whatever you feel is healthy for your family. But um, to incorporate that daily into your routine because it's very easy when you're in close proximity and all the things that we're used to doing that bring us relief or distraction or even you know rejuvenate or replenish us, especially the energy that kids have and needing to expel that. um, That you're taking. look at how you're managing your day and trying to incorporate you know some time outside some exercise for your children and yourself as well um because just stepping outside you would be surprised after being inside all day we forget we can go outside you know we forget that that opportunity is there um and just trying to be very thoughtful of focusing on what we can do now not what we can't do um there's a lot of unknowns now but we have some truths and if we just focus on what the things are in our lives that we can control, the things we can affect, count our blessings, so to speak, um, will all come out of this way healthier.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Just getting out. I've got the golf cart from Golf Cart Depot. Shout out to Golf Cart Depot. Getting out, you know, taking the dogs for a walk, getting out on the golf cart. Freedom Boat Club has been a blessing as well since we live on Lake Harpin. So just kind of getting out of the, you know, the normal grind inside, indoors, and, uh, you know, in, under the air conditioning, out into the heat a little bit. Sometimes it's a nice relief. But uh, stay with us right here. More from Lila Bloodsworth and uh, Dr. Paul Nanda, Chief Medical Officer, uh, Tampa General Hospital. Uh, we got Fred Muth as well. Tampa screens of aluminum coming up. And uh, Lila, Bloodsworth. Lila Bloodsworth, licensed psychotherapy here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We'll be right back after the short timeout. Don't go anywhere.
0: Hey, this is Grant
4: Cardone, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend, Brandon
0: Ryan Do not touch that dial I'll Come right through the radio and grab your throat. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com.
1: And we're back. Brandon Rhymes here, your host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, published author, professional speaker as well. Check out our book on Amazon. Become the MVP in your industry by surfing the radio waves. We'd love to help you buying, selling, or investing. We would love to talk to you. We've got a couple of hot listings here uh, in Tampa Bay as well. Some great opportunities uh, for investors out there. 1410 North Betty Lane in Clearwater. This is a cash flowing car wash. Anybody looking for a, uh, an investment property, hands off. This is literally two hours a week. The owner says he puts into working it uh, two. Hours a week, you got three to five hundred dollars in cash flow coming in every week. Clearwater Car Wash at fourteen ten North Betty Lane in Clearwater, and zero alternate nineteen five one six alt nineteen in Palm Harbor. Talk about the walkability. Build your dream office here in downtown heart of Palm Harbor, right here at. 516 Alt-19 Palm Harbor. Great buying opportunity. Uh, you've got walkability to downtown, the restaurants, uh, everything's there. The owner's also including architectural plans, which is a $40,000 value. Uh, surveys, all that is completed. get about 40,000 cars a day driving by at 0 Alt-19 Palm Harbor, a.k.a. 516 Alt-19 Palm Harbor. Check out all of our real estate properties at PlatinumMVPteam.com. PlatinumMVPteam.com. This is a great time as well to be reaching out to Replenish IV Solutions, the science of nutritional balance. Say hello to Stephen and Lisa Gunnan over at Replenish IV Solutions. Let them know that the real estate quarterback sent you. They're going to hook you up with the Myers cocktail. You got vitamins, minerals, neutral, you know, all types of good stuff going directly into your bloodstream. Uh, they've got the vitamin IV, IV drips at Replenish IV Solutions. And yes, they do make house calls. All right, so we've got a great lineup for you today here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Uh, segment one, we heard uh, from Dr. Paul Nanda, Chief Medical Officer, Tampa General Hospital, uh, as well the urgent care. Uh, we also heard from Leela Bloodsworth, licensed psychotherapist, here on the show, and uh, we're going to speak with Fred Muth. More from our other expert contributors coming up soon in our lightning round. Uh, we're going to go to Fred Muth now. Tampa Screens and Aluminum, aka the Ten Man. Fred, you there?
4: I am there. Are you guys there? All right, hey, buddy. You
1: we are here. So, real <laughs> estate. Tell you, I'm- <clears throat> What's that? Real estate's deemed essential. Uh, putting on these beautiful lanai screen rooms, screened enclosures. Uh, Tampa Screens of Aluminum is also deemed essential. You said you're pretty busy right now.
4: Extremely busy. Uh, we're deemed essential for several reasons, because we, we take care of emergency work as well. Uh, I signed one up last week. The roof was caving in, and of course, that had to be removed ASAP for, for safety and health health reasons. Uh, so we are an essential contractor. I have a letter that I need to carry along with me in the car. Of course, my car, I have a sign on the side, and, and uh, I haven't been questioned or stopped or anything of the sort um well we're taking leads right and left right now brandon it's amazing I, I know I always come on the show I sound very optimistic but it's not it's not hype it's uh, it's reality um Tampa screen sends me leads by email every day today I got 15 leads uh i, I take leads from my uh, all, all of my previous business including real estate and appraisal and uh, I get leads on my own from there I'm just I'm overwhelmed with leads and I'm not complaining um, homeowners are telling me that they're, uh, you know, they're basically stuck in their homes. And they're looking out the back door and they're saying, let's move forward with that lanai now. Let's call Fred. And I'm signing them right and left. Um, when I sign them, it's, it's a little difficult because I, I have a process where I don't meet and greet with anybody. Um, I put all the paperwork together, put it in a man- manila folder, and I set it on the reel. And I, after we talk through the job, I'm on the phone. They're on the phone. I step back 20 feet, as I I, I don't believe six feet is is enough. Right. I step back to 20 feet plus in some cases, and. Um, It takes them five minutes to sign the paperwork, put the check in, and then a lot of times they'll drop it right there, and I'll come back and pick it up, or else they'll take it around to the front door of the house, and they'll slide it underneath, (laughs) and I'll pick it up. I signed one last night like that, and uh, I signed one the day before like that, and uh, it just it works out beautiful. Uh, I mean, there's always a way to do it. What is very difficult though is you know it's, it's it's all new to me to sign up business and not shake somebody's hand boy I'll tell you that is <laughs> I, I guess you're doing without
1: yourself right yeah exactly you, got, you definitely have some of that going on uh, you know in real estate is such an essential part of our economy and I think that's where a lot of business owners uh, small business owners you're seeing some states where they're having the protest you know some small business owners are saying hey you know this PPP program the payroll protection that didn't do anything for us we're not a w-2 employee uh, we're self-employed we needed we need this country to open back up and then you know on the far end of the other spectrum is that you know there's people that have asthma there's people that have these underlying conditions um so it's a challenging time that we're in here fred
4: yeah i don't i don't personally think that we should open up too soon i I think this pandemic is severe Mm -hmm. and uh if if it if it if if it slows down a little bit and people go back to their old ways, it's going to come back leaps and bounds probably stronger. And I don't want to see that. Right. Uh, I think we all need to just, um, just suck it in for several months and be very careful going forward. Uh, you know, I can't see myself going into too many restaurants and socializing with anybody over the next three, four, five, six months. I, it's just, just the way I feel about it. We, we This thing is yeah. bad, so we have to respect it. Yeah. And, you know, 100 years ago, we had the same thing. We had the Spanish flu. And I, I don't remember what the numbers were. Uh, the doctor would probably be able to comment on it. I think there was a total of 50 million passed, you know, with that Spanish flu. And I don't know if that was a coronavirus. Could have been. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. But, um, you know, 100 years later, we're, we're dealing with something very similar. And, and we don't we don't understand it. We don't completely fi- have it figured out. And we're not going to for quite some time. Definitely the invisible enemy.
2: Yeah that's a the fact. The uh, on number of deaths for Spanish flu is about 50 million worldwide.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's Doctor Paul uh, Nanda from Tampa General Hospital. So, with with that sim- similar response there, uh, Doctor Nanda, w- when you look at you know small business owners, they're they're hurting, they're losing their livelihoods, they're shutting down their restaurants, their hair salons. That, you know, th- they're hurting. Uh, but then on the other side of that, you've got you've got so many people that are challenged with uh, underlying health conditions, and and we're not sure where the the pandemic, the virus is at in terms of you know they always talk about flattening that curve. Uh, what's your take on the potential to reopen and uh you know that whole conversation and, and debate
2: I, I would agree that reopening right now would be it would be too early um it's like it's like stopping social distancing now is like jumping from a plane with a parachute and then halfway down cutting your parachute because it's working um right. so i think that we well, need to extend this a little bit longer and it needs to be a graduated response to open uh and it needs to be open slowly and carefully um and so, so I think we're, you know, this is going to be a little bit, a little bit of time. And, you know, even if um, they say that everything's open right away, it's going to be a while before people feel comfortable going and shaking hands. If that ever comes back in society, it's going to be a while before people feel like going to a, a movie theater or, or someplace that's densely, you know, crowded. Um, and it's going to take some time until we were able to have better testing, better treatment, and then hopefully a vaccine uh, for this disease yeah let's
1: let's have you elaborate a little bit on that where are we at with the vaccine have you seen anything uh, you know coming out or anticipating uh, some type of a vaccine uh, to, to to help fight this covid
2: so you know as you've seen that it, lots of countries lots of pharmaceutical companies lots of research companies have, have jumped in at first um to to really try to, to get the vaccine going there's about 70 different vaccine trials going around right now just for covid 19 and there's three that have already progressed to it's uh, being tested in humans to make sure, one, it works and into so it's safe. Um, but even if you find and identify a vaccine today that, that works and is safe and has been tested, it takes a while to ramp up production and distribution. So, you know, in the earliest, I'd say 12 to 18 months probably before a vaccine works, and then um, given the data, if it shows it's effective and it's safe, I'm surely going to get that for me and my family. But uh, unfortunately, you still have a lot of people that, that, um, that don't believe in the, in the power of vaccines uh, but I think that's what we're, we're really waiting for is point-of-care testing for diagnosis, uh, serology testing, which measures your antibodies so you know if you've been exposed, if you've had your natural protection and immunity, and then three, um, we'll wait for a treatment and vaccine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's important to, you know, that we all, we, we've made it this far and, and your parachute analogy is a, is a good one. It, you know, it's, we've made it this far. We, we've we suffered through, you know, staying at home and, and, you know, some of the businesses are still, that's, that's the challenge that I see is, is the government, uh, hopefully the response <laughs> is there. We get the money into the, the business owner's hands, uh, because, you know, as they say, small business is the, you know, the heartbeat of America. And it, I really think it's true when you look at that and, uh, hopefully this, this, Printing of money is not going to dilute, uh, you know, our, our dollar, the American dollar, which sometimes happens, and, and you see it happen uh, in those places. But that's another uh, debate for another time. If you just joined us, I'm your host Brandon Rimes. We've got Dr. Paul Nanda, uh, Chief Medical uh, Officer, Tampa General Hospital Urgent Care, uh, Fred Mew, Tampa Screens and Aluminum here on the show, as well as Leela Bloodsworth. Uh, I want to go back to Leela. Uh, Leela, licensed psychotherapist here. Uh, any follow up or what's your take on on those um, couple of questions we were just talking about there?
3: Well, I think the the most important thing to keep in mind is that, you know, COVID-19 has created um, a sense of victimization for just about everyone. And with that, you know, you get to decide to either be a victim or be a survivor. But um, if you're out and about, you know, we'll see uh, people that um, might not be as patient. Sometimes people say, you know, this person's not kind or we're all worried about distancing and this and that. And behind drama is trauma. So COVID-19 is trauma. It's trauma to our society. And just being patient and um, just really trying to be thoughtful about your footprint right now. Um, How are you treating other people? Are you considering that um, we are all having challenging days um, at any given moment? And just to be thinking about what we can do to be supportive of one another. Be patient um, with one another. It's so important right now that we recognize that um, most of us aren't our best self right now. Uh, And we have to be willing to be patient and hopefully receive some patience from other people and just our journey and, and trying to manage this with so many unknowns and just all of us are just doing the best that we can.
1: Yeah, patient and kind and, and, you know, understanding that, you know, people are under undue stress. They're on, you know, specific time. These are this is interesting times. We have not seen this happen. It's, uh, you know, a black swan to use a negotiation term. It's something that we we wouldn't see coming. We would had no way to predict it uh, and potentially, uh, you know, could be even more deaths uh, coming. So uh, stay with us right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. When we come back, we've got our expert panel lineup here. Dr. Paul Nanda, uh, Fred Mute and Leela Bloodsworth here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. And we have our feel good story the day. As we always do, we tell you something positive. Uh, we've got our regulars at a steakhouse left their entire stimulus check as a tip for the uh, employees. Stay with us right here. Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com.
2: Hey, this is Jerick Robbins. You are listening to the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rhymes. Please do what it takes to learn all that you have to to live the life you want to live. Live it fully and find a way to give it by paying it forward to others.
0: Get in touch with Brandon online at ConsumerQB.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian.
1: We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253. Free CMA and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out PlatinumMVPRealty.net. PlatinumMVPRealty.net. Hey, Brandon Rimes here, host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of Platinum MVP. Realty and a top listing agent in Tampa Bay. I'm looking for other real estate agents to join our team. We'd love to have you on our team. If you want to grow your business, grow your sphere of influence, and become an expert contributor on our radio and TV show, call or text 813-670-7372, 813-670-7372, or submit the form at consumerqb.com.
0: And we're back. Brandon Brimes here, your host of the Consumer Quarterback Show,
1: powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty here in Tampa Bay. Uh, Giving a shout-out to the Golf Cart Depot. Check out the Golf Cart Depot. Let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. Uh, Marty and his team, they do a great job over there. And Right now, they're actually uh, delivering to your home, so you can do test drives at your home. Uh, They've got Icon Electric Vehicles, EasyGo, Star EV, Cushman, pre-owned and remanufactured golf carts available from the Golf Cart Depot. Make sure you let them know that the real estate quarterback sent you and take them up on the special offers and incentives just by mentioning that you're a fan of the Consumer Quarterback Show. And right here in Tampa Bay, of course, we want to help you win in your real estate deals, buying, selling, or investing. Uh, We would love to talk to you. We've got some opportunities uh, for real estate properties, purchase opportunities here uh, in Tampa Bay. 4207 Cox Drive is a property that we have waterfront. Build your dream home on this property, Uh, 4207 Cox. Uh, Cox Drive in uh, Lando Lakes. Uh, this is a waterfront property. Uh, it's on a peninsula, so you have your end unit there. Build a house, beautiful property. Ski Lake uh, capabilities to fish and go out and enjoy the 90-acre Ski Lake up in Lando Lakes. 4207 Cox Drive, one of our hot real estate properties. 1401 Seminole Boulevard mm-hmm. in Largo. This is a commercial property, and it's a .82-acre uh, property right here in Largo. Vacant land available at 1401 Seminole Boulevard in Largo. Owners, most Motivated, looking for offers, and it's zoned for uh, office, retail, uh, lots of opportunities there at 1401 Seminole Boulevard in Largo. All right, every day we're going to tell you something positive in our feel-good story of the day. So uh, these regulars at a steakhouse left their entire stimulus check as a tip to help employees. Uh, struggling restaurant received a glimpse of hope after a customer chipped the staff their entire stimulus check. Uh, Car- Colonel Steakhouse in Pine Bluff, Arkansas has been in business for nearly 50 years. Right now, the restaurant is only open three days a week for carryout. Uh, quote, things have been barely getting by, but we are making it, though, said uh, Allison Hall, general manager at the Colonel Steakhouse. Um, Hall said regulars at the business picked up a to go order and left a staff a huge tip. Uh, quote, she was just sobbing and saying how it was their whole stimulus, uh, said Dana G- Gadley, owner of Col- uh, the Colonel Steakhouse. The $1,200 tip was enough for every employee, even the ones not working to get a hundred dollars all said it could have couldn't have been at a better time uh, since the restaurant can only do curbside pickup so there's a cool story right there uh Folks coming together, donating their whole entire stimulus check uh, to a restaurant that they have patroned for many, many years. All right. Here we have a great lineup for you here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We've got uh, Dr. Paul Nanda, Chief Medical Officer with Tampa General Hospital Urgent Care. Uh, we've got Fred Mute, Tampa Screens and Aluminum, as well as Leela Bloodsworth, Licensed Psychotherapist. And now we are going to jump into our lightning round. All right. The lightning round is top tips, nuggets of advice, parting words of wisdom. Let's start. Ladies first here, Leila Bloodsworth, top tips.
3: I'm going to ask you to think about yourself, talk, and consider this downtime as an opportunity for personal development. Learn a new language, read a book you've never read before. Um, Really be thinking about how you are um, evaluating this time and where the opportunities might be for you and your children now.
1: I love that one. That's a great opportunity. There's so many resources available. Go on YouTube, learn a new skill, uh, improve your skills. If you're in sales, you can always improve your sales skills. Lots of ways that you can do that, and a lot of the videos are free online. You can find a lot of great content, so I love that. Learn a new language. Learn to play the guitar. Lots of cool things that you can do with this downtime, so that's a great tip. I like that. All right, let's go, uh, Dr. Paul Nanda, Chief Medical Officer, Tampa General Hospital.
2: I think a lot of people are focused about the physical space that we're in. And they say that, you know, we, we talked earlier really about going outside and getting some exercise and fresh air. Um, it's also important for your, your mental health, right? In medicine, we call it the biopsychosocial model of well-being. And that's just a, a really complicated phrase for make sure that we're keeping in touch with people socially, whether that's Zoom meetings or go-to meetings or, uh, or FaceTiming with friends and family, um, being physically active, getting out and, and doing some things. Thankfully, we live in Florida and it be beautiful weather. But also take a break from the noise in the background. Um, you know, all conversations are about COVID nineteen, all internet, all TV. You know, lots of radio. So give yourself a mental break from it as well, and make sure you, um, you know, whether that's meditation or yoga or something to take your your mind off of things to, to to mentally turn off um, all the information. Sometimes.
1: Yeah, right on. That's that's so important. You know, turn that get that workout in. Take the, take a break from the news or reading about COVID. You, you hear it so often uh, and, you know, get your sweat in, get that going, get your body moving around. Your body's going to release endorphins. Uh, you mentioned yoga and, and, um, you know, meditation, great, great opportunities there. My wife is a uh, pranic healer and she studies energy and, uh, she's feng shui for the real estate side. So, you know, I think there's a lot to be said when it comes to those types of things, those, those opportunities to, you know, really try to connect with yourself and, and just, uh, you know, turn off the TV, turn the smartphone off, turn the ringer off there's there's you know it seems like it's a you know it's the society we live in is they want an instant response you know it's instant gratitude uh that we're constantly looking for instant response uh or gratification rather gratitude gratitude is always great as well uh fred mu tampa screens and aluminum
4: top tips nuggets of advice sir well you know i I feel very fortunate because my lifestyle really hasn't changed a lot since I'm still working. And, uh, you know, aside from the fact that I'm washing my hands 40 times a day, um, my heart really goes out to the people that are not collecting a paycheck, not working. And I I just can't visualize that because it's not happening to me, but I, I, I mean that. Wholeheartedly, it, it's just got to be a terrible situation that they're dealing with. And please, everybody, just bear with this thing, and we'll get through it. Um, back to business. Uh, my stock response typically is in the construction business. Always ask a lot of questions. If you're the consumer, ask the representative more questions. Then, then uh, they typically want to hear. Um, I welcome the questions. The people at Tampa Screens welcome the questions. My best customers are those who pepper me with questions before the job is built, and uh, I love the questions and I like answering the questions. So I, I, you know, I really, I still encourage every consumer who's bidding out any project, whether it's a screen room, patio, roof, house, whatever they're doing, make sure you ask plenty of questions before you get into the process. Absolutely. That's
1: great stuff. Great, great advice there, Fred, uh, making sure that the contractor is licensed, insured. And, you know, in some cases, if it's a bigger project, they've got to be bonded. Uh, you want to be real careful about that. Uh, I want to go back to Leela as well. Lila, um, as part of our lightning round, I wanted to mention because, you know, there's a lot of uh, uh, cyber bullying, you know, a lot of bullying in school when you're when the kids are face to face. But also now I think there might be more opportunity for uh, kids spending more time online on social media. And they're they're always looking for that that reassurance that I'm cool or I fit in. Uh, can you give us a word on, on bullying and, and maybe ways that parents can kind of, you know, help their children?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, just making sure that, um, you know, there's parental controls on devices and that you're, you know, doing your best to monitor your child's um, conversations online or through social media. Um, I, I think that because kids are going to get frustrated and they need to place events, and, um, you know, they don't have a lot of socialization going on. Uh, we displace our anger a lot of times. You know, if I'm angry about COVID and I can't do anything about it, I might be mean to a friend or road rage or co-parent rage or whatever. Um, so just talking to your, your children, I think, is, you know, the best defense about bullying is uh, giving your child a place to you know, a place for your child to talk about things. Obviously, therapists are still around, but at home, you know, just being in that position to check in on your children and encouraging them to share their feelings and to let them know they're normal with how they feel um, and just
1: to help everyone to stay in check. Yeah, I agree. And, and having that, it, it all starts with that schedule, that routine, that that normal that you can try to develop, of course, in these you know times of, of try of, you know, trials here that we're having with the COVID-19. Um, Dr. Paul Nanda, final final words of wisdom, parting words of advice.
2: Um, you know make sure that you're not uh, forgetting other illnesses. you know we're seeing people that have heart attacks that are so worried or afraid of going into the hospital right now they're they're not seeking medical care. so you know things that that happen that are outside of covid still happen. and so don't not seek medical care if you have something going on um, because that delay in care uh, you know might be might be very important so. Um, You know, as you go forward and we enter this kind of new phase of of figuring out what to do and when to seek care, um, you can always access TGH um, virtual care through a smartphone or tablet and be connected from the the safety and comfort of your own home. Um, And and that allows you to answer those questions or get, get answers to your questions. To, to see if you have any need for ongoing care. So don't disregard all the other non-COVID parts of your health in this crisis.
1: Right. Yeah, I think that could, could happen. You see <clears throat> some people, you know, heart disease being so prevalent in our country, and they say, well, I, you know, I've got a little bit of a heart. Uh, you know, there might be a heart. I feel something on my left side, but, I, I yeah, you know, I don't need to go in. I don't want to be exposed to the COVID virus. And uh, that's, um, you know, a recipe for disaster then.
2: Yeah, so be safe and stay healthy.
1: Awesome. Good stuff. Thanks for taking time and joining us today. We appreciate that. Check out FastTrackUrgentCare.com, and they've got some cool uh, telemedicine and apps there where they can help you as well. Lots of information. You can find your testing uh, places as well, uh, and uh, visit. you can schedule a visit online. All right. And uh, Fred Muth, got about a half a minute for you, buddy. Top tips. All right, I'll make wisdom.
4: it quick. Uh, yeah, uh, everybody should look forward to the four or five months from now when we hopefully can say this is behind us. Uh, if you think about it, Brandon, you and I were on the radio a couple of months ago. Who would have ever thought we'd be talking about a pandemic in the middle of April of 2020? That's right. amazing, isn't it?
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, come at a bad time for you know, the real estate sector it is a bad time for a lot of sports. You know, think about the kids graduating, their final year in school, they're you know missing a lot of their, you know, cool stuff that they were gonna do. Uh, so yeah. lots of people at uh, you know that we our, our heart thoughts and prayers go out for all the fr- frontline workers, the nurses, the first responders, parents Medics and doctors out there. Thanks to everyone uh, for tuning into the show. Another great show. I want to thank Leela Bloodsworth, Fred Muth, Dr. Paul Nanda here, our producers, our team behind the scenes here, uh, WeVeam TV putting it all together. We really appreciate everyone. We want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness, something as simple as packing up some food, uh, making a donation, uh, donate, donating some time, volunteering, uh, maybe donating some blood. We'll see you next time right here on the Consumer
0: Quarterback Show. Check out ConsumerQB.com.